Hi, Scott Thrower here, the voice of Fook Wimbles. Uh, just here to say that uh, we really appreciate all the viewership out there, and we'd actually like to get to know you. So uh, if you could track us down at Caverns Pod on Twitter, we would love to hear from you. Personally, I'm periodically pod on Twitter, so check me out as well. Now about the show, we actually just wanted to answer a couple of viewer questions. Uh, some people have been a little confused by the format. And yes, we are playing True to Life 5th Edition D&D. We're just uh, editing out all of those terrible dice rolls <laughs> so that all you get is our bad decisions. That allows us to just really hit the story, and I hope you're enjoying what you're hearing so far. And uh, we got more for you, so stick around. You'll hear that contact information again at the end of the episode, but throughout this, please think. iTunes. Rate and review. Enjoy the show, everybody. Welcome to Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto Comedians. After escaping the bank vault into the sewers, the party is greeted by a familiar skull with a note in its mouth. You exit out of the vault, there's a skull with a note in its jaw, and you're back in the sewers. Uh, Agata reaches to pick up the skull. Front side of the page. It's, it's a single sheet, two sides. On the front side, it's a wanted notice for you, all of you. Your crimes are listed. Murder of city sanitation workers. I don't remember that. Murder of religious practitioners. That one we did. That one we definitely did. There were cults, though. Cults are bad religious practitioners. They should really distinguish. Vandalism. Possession of stolen property. Adventuring mm. without a license. True. I mean, technically, we're still on our first job, if you think about it. Use of magic without a license? Uh, yeah. Failing to report to municipal adventure reassignment program facilitators? But that's just a waste of time. Charming without consent? Yeah, that, was, that one's on me. That's Phoenix. I'm always guilty of that. <laughs> Corpse mutilation? Well... Littering? Since when has it been a crime, really? Littering or... The corpse mu- mutilation, really? Since always, actually. Possession of restricted artifacts? Conspiracy to overthrow the government. Ooh. Uh, what? 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 I'm not aware of that last one. I was totally fine with all of them except uh, up until that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a finder of conspiracies. I'm not a participant in conspiracies. Apparently now you are a participant of that, some conspiracy. This really shakes my worldview. I'm beginning to think I'm a knight of a different realm. Not this not one? Not this one. You, you always have been a knight of a different realm, not this one. Oh, damn it. At the bottom, it says, wanted, dead, or alive. Exception, Agata, alive only. Oh. Across this, there is a stamp in red that reads, top secret. Wait a well, second. Apparently, you all can die, but what I'm What secret about your alive. top? Yeah, okay, so uh, just to rewind real quick, if someone is involved in a conspiracy against this party, it's probably the one they don't want to kill. Okay, well, also, uh, hey. uh, this could just be made by uh, somebody who... Had a crush on Agata, which is the uh, inn owner. That's that's who I think uh, put this out. You think Jorm Hortense, the famous yes adventurer, yes bar owner, yes. You don't think maybe um, no anyone else. No. You really don't like him, do you? Nope. Also, this list me is three feet when I'm actually two feet ten. R- really? Yes. The boots do it. Okay. On the back of the note, there's a handwritten message. It reads, "Dear guys." Here, you can have him back. This guy never shuts up. Am I right? Some city guards tried to take me in for questioning with regards to your visit. Let's just say they didn't make it past the lightning round. But seriously, these guys are after you. 
and they aren't going public with this, which should be what worries you more. Watch your backs. Love, Pat. At the bottom, there is some scribbles and indecipherable signs. Agata would like to try and decipher the the scribbles. Sure, I'll let her do it first. Agata cannot make head nor tail of it, but Finnick, looking over her shoulder, sees something in it. Great, I'll just use my thieves' cant. It is incredibly, truly thieves' cant. It says, be careful, little one. Oh, Pat. I love that guy. What does it say? Huh? Hmm? Nothing. Oh. It's for me. Well, if you're worried about conspiracies, I would say the one with getting the secret messages. No, it, it just says, be careful, little one. Or so you say. I mean, how can we believe you at this point? It's clearly a secret coded okay, message towards you. I'm sorry that I know you. a different language. Learn something. I know Abyssal. I know Well, I'm sure if, if Abyssal was on there, you wouldn't think that you were part of a conspiracy. I never think I'm part of conspiracy. I'm the finder of conspiracies. Well, you well, are. According to the front of this page, you are part of a conspiracy. Uh-huh. Which I think is probably just part of a conspiracy to slander my name. So we're just going to spend the afternoon in a sewer? Yeah. Why don't we, uh, well, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to go talk to Coney or do you want to... We check? should straighten some of these things out. That's what I mean. Do you want to go check with our check-in with our supervisor, that waste of time? I feel like we have the... Eyes still. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we'll just go to Coney, because the more places that we go with these eyes, the more trouble we're going to get into. Okay, Coney it is. Yeah, I am kind of just want to outflow them at this point. They seem to be putting a target on our back. Just out of curiosity, where are the eyes again? Ooh, it's in the poop bag. Oh, great. All right, I guess let's head to Coney and see. Maybe he'll give us prizes again. He gave us prizes last time. Yes, apparently, though, he is building a giant robot that's going to kill the city, so... Do you care about anyone else in the city besides us? Which conspiracy do we want to join, I guess, is the question. And do you care about us? Yes, I care about all of you, except maybe you, not Moldar, because you like to kill people. You're a murderer? <sighs> I, I mean, if we actually count the successful kills that this party has gone through in the last couple days. To be fair, those are people who are attacking us and trying to kill us. That head was already out. <coughs> Cobals. They were trying to attack us, and they were whispering secrets about wanting to kill us. To be fair, you did hit one of them with your guiding bolt before They were wanting happened. to kill us. I heard it in Draconian. Oh, I understand Draconian. Okay. Hey, look, I found some corn. Okay. Oh, no. Can I eat it? Was it in the bag of holding? I think, I think it was in the river of poo. Oh, okay. Pass. Uh, before we venture on, I, I seem to have scratched a message to myself on the inside of my shield saying, One of you is a murderer. Yeah, that's that's me. And I intend to track down which one of you it is. No, it was, it was me. I murdered. Uh, well, most recently, I'm the most recent murderer. Oh, yeah, that was Maldar. I yes. mean, in some way, it was necessary uh, because... Was it? Was it necessary? It was strongly encouraged. I'd planned an entire line of questioning to figure out which one of you it was. I'll answer any questions if you just want to learn more about me, uh, if that's fine. Look, we all made some mistakes, well, but none of us died. So, win? Just, uh, just to bring up where you guys are again, you are back in the sewers. It's this interconnected to where you were on your first adventure together, where you removed the kidney from the water filtration plant. Which now means that the water that is running through these channels is fetid and smells about four to five times as worse as it did originally. Um, there, You can see a lot more uh, rodent infestation signs. The, you have made the sewers immeasurably worse by your actions. Uh, Agata walks on the side, the raised little section of the sewers. 
Uh, Fennec does as well. So as you try to get up onto the sides to avoid the bubbling fecundity, I shall say, you start to slip because some of the cobblestones are not being maintained as they once were, as though this thing used to get regular maintenance and it is now not, perhaps because of the death of some sort of maintenance crew. What, do they only have one maintenance crew in the entire city? Whoa. They are overworked, they are underpaid, and underappreciated. Union! Union! (laughs) Well, I don't think they take your help anymore, but... Kyle's getting all sorts of shade from Joe. (laughs) That's great. Long annoying short... You slip, but you manage to keep your balance, and you almost fall in, and you are glad that you didn't because you really think that you do not want to roll around in that. I'm immune to diseases. I'm swimming. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys don't necessarily know this area of the sewers that well. Um, Guys, I think we need to get a little help finding our way out of here. I have an idea. Maldar walks up to one of the many rats running around, uh, casts beast speak on himself so that he can speak with animals, and starts chatting with one of the rats. Hey guys, uh, we're looking for a good way out of the sewer uh, to the above ground place. Do you have any advice on directions? All right. Uh, what you hear, what the rest of you hear is. <laughs> what he says is, you'd better look out. There are people carrying weapons wandering through the sewers. Okay, we'll be ha- we'll be very careful for those. Are they very nearby? Have you seen them recently? They're patrolling. They're close. Don't go to the left. Uh, thank you, guys. Mm, very kind. Uh, and enjoy enjoy your time down here. Come on down here. I think I found something to the left. Shh, shh, shh. Guys, guys, be quiet. I'm talking to the rats, and they're saying there's someone looking for us very nearby. Yeah, but I- I've just gone to the left. Is it more corn? What? No, it's not. But I think that there's a way out. As strongly as he can, Maldar telepathically shouts in Finnick's mind, Shut up! The hell was that? If Finnick has gone to the left, he can hear sort of a faint echo. Shh! Do you hear something? Guys, don't come to the left. Maldar looks over at Agata with his eyes, Do not guiding bolt, do not guiding bolt, do not guiding bolt again. Agata preps her guiding bolt. (laughs) You begin to hear... The clatter of heavy metal boots on the brick coming towards you. Fennec slips on his slippers of spider climbing and climbs to the top of the tube that they're in, the sewer tube. Fook begins to swim to the right. Maldar just presses himself against the wall as quietly as he can. Agata presses herself against the wall around the corner. Fook splashes loudly in the sewage, trying to move away to the right. I got a scale mail hits the wall and makes a no- loud noise. Uh, Finnick just wants to make clear that, to be fair, he couldn't hear what the rats were saying. And Maldar realizes that he's not pressing against a wall. He's just standing flat against open air. So what you guys see is a rather heavily armored knight leading a team of city guards. These city guards are not the normal city guards that you see walking around doing security at major events. They have... A bandana around their heads. A purple bandana. Uh, Well, you can't see it from here, but it is a suspicious shade of purple. That you have seen before, perhaps, on the cultists of the lazy, all-seeing eye. So uh, there are six people that you see total. And a bunch of squires dancing around behind who don't take part in combat. Wait, the squires are dancing? (laughs) They're doing whatever squires do when they're not wanted. Oh, yeah, ballroom dance. (laughs) (laughs) With each other. The guards make them do it. Great. 
Who goes there? Surrender. They are wearing plate armor. There are two knights at the front. They are wearing plate armor with big helmets. One guy was leading the charge, and then there's a commander, and there's obviously his right-hand man. It is really imposing. This is a heavy-duty bassinet with full visor. Visor is down. Finnick draws his short bow and says, Not another step closer. What do you want? Who are you? We represent the authority of the city of Tudo. You are wanted for crimes great and small. You will surrender immediately. What, us? We're simple poop farmers. <laughs> you have six seconds to throw down your weapons. I, I mean, maybe you should just um, take a second, think about it, look really carefully. Are you sure we're the ones you're looking for? There are two heavy crossbows pointed at you. Keep in mind that he has a jock problem. Come any closer and you may get it yourself. There is now a heavy crossbow pointed at you. Maldar uh, will slide out of his back pocket the scroll of suggestion that he got earlier, and he will cast that. He will cast it and speak telepathically to the leader, saying, This is not the party you are looking for. Go look somewhere else. The knight... You can see him tilt his head to the side and then suddenly shake it off. And he is going to make an attack against you now because he was, they were holding their actions and they were waiting for you to do something to them. So does that mean we attack? Yes. Okay. Uh, Finnick gets to go first, then you, then them. Finnick loses his short bow at the frontmost city guard. Your arrow flies. It flies past the two knights, flies past the dancing squires, and hits... The foremost guard, right in the shoulder. Agata leans uh, out from the wall, reaches back her hand, and dramatically throws a guiding bolt at one of the leaders in armor. It is dramatic, not quite as dramatic as the almost bullet-time-like movements of this guard as he is able to see it coming and sort of roll his shoulder back so he can watch the guiding bolt go past him and hit the wall harmlessly behind him. Dramatic. Uh, Agata, you are standing where you are. No, I didn't. I just leaned out. You leaned out, but like once you lean out, like you don't get your cover back. So the two knights uh, responding to your guiding bolt both raise their heavy crossbows. These are really big, mean-looking things. They look like they would weigh something and, and would really do some damage. They don't. They sort of shoot from the hip because they're reacting to you rather than having chosen you and aimed at you. So both bolts bounce harmlessly off the corner around which you're leaning. And Agata responds, nee, 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 nee. They are not happy about that. <laughs> then the four guards are all going to basically run up as guards are wont to do. The retinue of guards is going to split in two and go on either side of the Sludge River. And they're going to use their spears, their reachy spears, to attack Fook down in the water. Because Fook is just surrounded by the most disgusting sludge with floaters galore. The color is wrong. The smell is wrong. You can almost see the stench rising up. They don't even want to look at him as they try to stab him with their spears, so both of them miss. They unfortunately now have wet spears, which when they bring them close to themselves, they don't even want to be near. The other two guards, however, uh, they were going to where the guiding bolt was fired from, but they come upon Maldar first. They run up with their shield on the side. They're very trained and well, and they just sort of make their trained motion where the you know that there's a manual they're following and they stab you both from either side and both their spear points go in 
As soon as Mulder is hit by the second guard, his face turns devilish and he casts Hellish Rebuke. His eyes glow brightly yellow and flames erupt from the guard who struck him. And Maldar's voice, suddenly deeper and terrifying, goes, You will burn for hitting me. That should be intimidating, shouldn't it? Yeah, you can definitely see his eyes go wide. He's been trained to show no emotion, but he just it's, it's a meep. And now that the spell has passed, so take that. <laughs> <laughs> that undermined it a bit. The scary only lasts a couple seconds. Fook Wimbles chuckles darkly. <laughs> disappears in a silvery mist, reappears in a poopy splash several feet above the lead knight, drops down and attempts to grapple him down into the filth. Yeah, you reach up and touch someone, and he is so disgusted by all this, he doesn't really have the strength to fight back. He gets kind of weak from the smell, and you are able to get your arms around him, and he's not putting up much of a fight. And we drop down into the filth. I'm immune to diseases. (laughs) This guard is not immune to diseases. As you pull this guard, this poor guard, down into the filth with you, he vomits immediately, and he keeps making a heaving throw. He can't even uh, do anything with his hands because you're holding them back, and he is constantly dry heaving and occasionally bringing something up. I found more corn! Finnick runs up from around the corner, jumps off the ledge of the walkway, and onto the wall with his spider climbing slippers, which are still on, and uh, runs along the wall and dives across the two guards standing on the far side of the wall, uh, slicing their necks with his two daggers. One of them slices him right across the throat, and he is now bleeding out. Uh, he's not dead. He's very staggered. He's getting very woozy very quickly because just the the way that you do this is just you hear the shing of the blade cutting the air, and it feels so good going through. The second one, you're so distracted by how great the first one was that you just, it, your swing just goes in like a millimeter too far away from his throat, and it misses him. Very impressive. Uh, thank you. Uh, Agata looks down at her hand, shakes it a little bit, and goes, not again, and dramatically throws a guiding bolt at one of the armored knights. This knight, the one who is still standing, uh, he tries to do the same bullet time thing again because this is a move he practices. He does it, but he rolls around a bit too far and gets hit coming back, and this catches him right on the back of the head. It sends him slamming forward, and uh, the snap of his neck, the spell just hits him right on the noggin. It seems as though hitting uh, plate armor in just that way resonates it, so his entire body shakes with the power of your bolt. And he is huffing and puffing and might just blow himself out. That's better. Dramatic. I like how when you hit them with Guiding Bolt, they glow afterwards, so then I can see how good your hit was. And one thing that Maldar sees that no one else does is the number of damage that's coming off people. (laughs) 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 It's not necessarily corresponding to real life, but this is just part of the hallucinations this crazy man sees everywhere. Good numbers, Agata. Good numbers. All right. Uh, the lead knight that you have just that Agata just hit, he's huffing and he's puffing, but he takes a deep breath. He stands up straight. He holds his sword high, and he says, Fight on, men. Fight on. And that other knight, who is being held by Fook, vomiting uncontrollably, does his utmost to try to hold it back. Better out than in, my friend. The knight that Fook is holding on to, the sick one, manages to swallow it down and he tries to break free. 
he manages to break free and he takes a few steps back and he stands with his great sword with renewed vigor. The guards are seeing this and just, they think, all right, we've taken some hits. We've taken some hits. We, we trained for this. This is exactly the sort of thing that we've trained for. Uh, the two guards who are now standing near Finnick, including the one who is now badly bleeding, are going to make a last-ditch effort to try to attack him to stop this madness. The one who is bleeding out of the neck, he's making a valiant effort, but it is a very weak effort. He's not able to do much to you. The other one, who you barely missed, has squarely hit you. Uh, His spear goes into your shoulder and is dragged back out in a very trained and professional move. Ah, son of a kobold! Son of a kobold? I I don't get it. It would be another kobold. Well, yes, but I was at an insult. I've met some very nice kobolds. If you want to find a living son of a kobold, you're going to have to find the son of a son of a kobold. Oh, there's gods chatting with us like we're friends. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The other two guards, who have just been freaked out by Muldar, uh, having turned into briefly an intimidating presence, decide that they're not going to be intimidated by him anymore. They're not going to be bullied by this tiefling anymore. Perhaps they are going to be bullied by this tiefling for just another little bit. (laughs) As they go into their motion and then think twice about it and sort of come back and don't quite make their full stab. And they start to move back. As they try to slowly back away from me, Maldar lunges out with his spear to try to get them back. The same one that he already set on fire earlier with his gaze. Slunges out. Did I say slunges? So your slunge is just sort of a cursory slunge. Um, (laughs) They slide, you slunge, and everybody feels like they made a good show of it. (laughs) Nobody's hurt. It's a very gentlemanly way to back up. Mulder whispers to them, Come on, guys, if we just look like we're fighting, we can just keep at this all day. As the guards back away from him after he's done his spearing, uh, Mulder cocks both of his hands with Eldritch Blast. Lightning sparks from both hands, and he fires one at the knight that Agata attacked earlier, and one at the wounded guard in front of him. The knight, he takes it like a man. He is staggered, he stands back, but that foot goes back, and he's still standing tall, standing proud, like an example to his men. But uh, you can see blood seeping out of the joints of his armor. The other guard is backing up, uh, so you hit him square in the back. He is hurt, he's not dead, but... Man, is he going to be holding that for a while. Stay back. Stay back, everyone. I'm full of lightning. Stop talking. Just shoot. I'm shooting and talking. I can do both. I'm a multitasker. Yeah, but you're not scary anymore. No. You're just encouraging them. Yeah, Yeah, I'm scary, guys. I chopped off someone's head just a couple of minutes ago. Maybe I shouldn't tell that to the cops. <sighs> I'm not sure these people are cops. They're wearing the eye thing. All right, then I chopped off someone's head, and it's cool. You, you should be scared of that. Well, but... it's still not cool. We're going to add that to the charges. Oh, oh, maybe bye, they are Bye, We can be two things. I paint in my <laughs> spare time. Sunflowers? Well, it depends whatever strikes the mood. Last night, I made some happy trees. Okay, fine. Fook whirls on the knight who has been attacked by Agata, uh, swinging his battle axe and also casting a spell under his breath at the same time. Fook's battle axe seems to break the speed of sound, creating a large booming sound. Everyone has the instinct to count as they, they're wondering how far away this is. It takes them a second to realize that it was right in front of them. It also takes them a second to realize that their leader is dead. Very, very, very dead. And thrown across the sewers and bashing against the wall. He is in an unnatural position. 
one. Oh, oh, I see what happened. Good job, Pook. Yes, technically the lightning would come first, actually. Yeah, that makes more sense. Finnick lunges out with both of his daggers, stabs at both of the guards that are standing in front of him. So your first, the first blow, the first, the first dagger slices right into his stomach, and you feel that you have touched something inside him, deep inside him. Not his heart, but everything else around it that comes out with the dagger when you pull it back. Uh, the second one hits his, ch- the, hits the chain mail of his shirt and does not break through those tiny little rings. But you have broken through that sort of bond between these two men and left him alone in the world as his husband dies beside him. See, sometimes they are having sex. How, how did we know that? He had a ring on his finger. Okay. And he was like, when the other one says, oh no, my husband, what will I tell the children? Wait, how are their children? Adoption. Oh, what a forward-thinking economy. Wow, you're very narrow-minded. How are their children? The Ford Adoption. family brought in a lot of social reforms. Again, okay. I believe that it's just due to one media outlet that, that knows that you have. Still, I applaud it. Uh, Agata, emboldened by her previous guiding bolt, fully steps out, takes a gunslinger position, and like she's shooting a six-shooter from her hip, throws a guiding bolt from her hand at the other standing knight in shining armor. The knight is very disconcerted by what the motions you're doing because no one in this world would know what a gunslinger is, so he doesn't have any... He doesn't know you're referencing something, so it just looks weird. Like, like why, why aren't you putting any more effort into your spell? He doesn't respect it until it hits him square in the junk. And he is sucking it in and trying very hard to look like he's okay, but he is definitely not okay. I've never seen a man sucking his junk before. (laughs) (laughs) He is definitely not okay. This guard is going to make a real... Sorry, this knight is now going to make a real show of his leadership because now he has the chance to move up and get promoted. His commander is dead, but he has a chance. He's going to make his own attempt to stand up straight and tall and keep the bile down as he just takes it. When he sucked in that air, he got a huge whiff of this sewage. And it all comes crashing back out. And he's wearing a uh, he's wearing a full face shield, so when he throws up, it doesn't quite make it out. His helmet is very full of vomit at the moment, and he's not able to do anything else. It's like, a, like one of those fountains that are spitting out stuff, but it's vomit. It's kind of like putting your... Thumb on a garden hose. Ugh. Wait, who's he facing? He is facing Finnick. Sorry, Fook. Directly. <laughs> Thank he's goodness. Right, he's looking right at Fook as he does this. So, I've been hit with worse. The guards disengage. They cut and run. Uh, the two guards that are facing Maldar uh, and just sort of back up. Good day to you, sirs. Uh, we shall see you back at the uh, station. Uh, turn yourselves in at your earliest convenience. <laughs> Fook has the opportunity to actually attack, but decides not to since these men are retreating. I'm not going to attack a man who is willingly leaving this field of battle. Maldar will shout after them. This was all a misunderstanding. Except Maldar, he's a murderer. I Unrelated, but this was an understanding. I'm sorry. We're sorry? The widower, as he runs away, <laughs> yells, He has to be cremated. He was very handsome. I'll light him on fire. It's fine. I hope I get his pension. They, you now have one very sickly, pretty incapable of movement knight to deal with, and some corpses. We can ask some questions. 
Uh, I'll seduce him. I believe he's still fighting us, so maybe we should stop that first. He is currently incapable of resisting you. Luke isn't wearing a trench coat here. Yeah. I gotta yell out. Put down your weapons now. He yells back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. It's a. <laughs> Fook ties his hands behind his back. That's, I'll take that as a yes. He responds with a resounding. Finnick reaches over, uh, grabs him from the collar, and pulls him up onto the side, out of the waist. He thanks you with a polite. <laughs> and then Fook removes the man's helmet so he doesn't drown. Uh, there is just a. <laughs> there's just a bit of a wave, uh, a Kubrickian wave of vomit. Look, more corn. They do have a corn-heavy diet. <laughs> Agata disarms him. Oh, yeah. He, he's got his arms tied behind his back. You now have uh, his great sword and his heavy crossbow. While everyone else is dealing with the knight, Maldar decides to keep his word, and he goes over to the dead married man and takes out his tinderbox and lights him on fire. <laughs> what? What? And he, stand, he stands solemnly over top of him. It's what he would have wanted. The knight... Now that he's no longer in the sewage and is no longer throwing up, he's kind of spent what's in his stomach, just has the most horrified look anyone you have ever seen has ever had. He deserved a proper funeral. His husband said he wanted to be cremated. I'm cremating him. To be fair, you're talking to a murderer, so I don't think he cares. Oh, I know who you are. Who sent you after us? Our, our captain. Who's your captain? Uh, Captain Guinness, the City Watch captain. Wait, in what race is he? Because these races things just seem to connect to jobs. He's a human, uh, Guinness. I think Typical. Is, I think this is a tangent. You're supposed to bring us back alive, so... Yes, especially you. Why me? Why especially me? I didn't ask. And why were you looking for us down here? He didn't ask. What do you know? Oh, no, I was told that. Oh, Ooh. oh. Because it was assumed that if you escaped the bank, you would have to be escaping through the sewers. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's a good guess. That's fair. Yeah. Yes. We, we know what goes on in banks. When we were told you were robbing the bank, we, uh... Well, well we were not we robbing were, the bank. We no. were customers at that bank. We brought something in to, to the, the bank. To the safety deposit box. Yeah, yeah she has an Electrum card. Yeah. Why are you all covered in blood, and why did you resist us? Okay, you came at us heavily armored with weapons. That's we are we're, we're police. And did I you mention have... this man's a murderer? Things tend to escalate yes, around us. Yes, that also helps. Uh, you oh. have a bandana oh. with a cult leader sign on top of your head. That's very true. They've, they're just part of a soccer team. Mulder's going to get really shifty-eyed and really squinty and see if they're really part of a soccer team. Yeah, you think he's on the level. You think this guy is just uh, just a good, upstanding cop. I've I've been telling you what I know. I was sent to arrest you. Uh, you seem to have turned the tables on me and murdered two of my comrades. It's not murder if it's in battle. It yeah, uh, we are the police. You the, one only governments can declare war, making it a legal battle. Two, we are the police. We were acting within the due course of law. You attacked us. You attacked us. We were self-defending. And technically, I'm a knight of a realm. I'm not sure which one, but... Uh, that does not put you above the law. You, over there, tiefling, cast a spell. Don't say tiefling like that. Yeah, that, that really made it sound like it was a, you were using it as a slur. That like It's the slur. pronunciation that makes it a slur. So which of the exits to the sewers are you people watching? We don't have unlimited resources. We kind of thought that you wouldn't try to murder police officers. Well, that kind of explains why your coin purse is so light. 
All right, if you are looting them, uh, you, can, <laughs> you turn up four gold and seven silver. These are just, they're just cops. I'm, I'm going to rewind and just be honest. I, I was really hoping to avoid this battle. Uh, I just sort of reacted too slow and kind of found myself in the middle of a battle. Yes, I blame Finnick for this one. I, I would blame Finnick as well. I, I went somewhere. I was trying to lead us somewhere. And then and you yelled. What? You yelled something? Yes, I yelled back. I didn't realize that anyone was there. Oh, yes, that's the voice we heard. Would you believe he's supposed to be a rogue? What? No. No, no really? Bard. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. It has to be a bard. Loudest voice I've ever heard. No, I'm... But he's supposed to be the sneaky one in the group. Oh, yes. I'm good at sneaking when I know that I'm supposed to be sneaking. Really? I really question why we're devoting so much of our resources to hunting you down. Oh, so are we. Somebody really wants to arrest you, perhaps for the large cop killing, so now you're on our shit list. I, to be honest, I think we got on the shit list for uh, something conspiratorial. I yeah, think... but you should have killed us all, because we are all coming for you now. Well, and also, you're kind of corrupt cops. I've never taken a bribe. You Wait. said tiefling in a bad manner. Yeah. Did you profile me? And you're all wearing armor that only works for humans. There are 75% humans in the city. Of course, most of the time you're going to run into a human guard. Typical. So, what? Are you going to defile me now, too? Oh, no, only with consent. Uh, well, to be fair, he said you should have killed us all. And if we let him go, what's going to happen to us? Well, to, to be clear on that, um, the, the other guards who ran away are going to tell the other guards in the entire city watches. Yes. I, I don't mean to say this as a threat. I mean this as an honest inquiry. Um, why did you tell us to kill you? Like, shouldn't you be arguing for us to try to keep you alive? Shouldn't you be trying to barter with us or reason with us? Or I was trying to convey the seriousness of the situation now that you are known cop killers. <sighs> I, I didn't mean to kill these ones. I, I swear also, this is not my intent. You were supposed to identify yourself as a cop. You No one did that until after the fight. I, I think... If we were able to somehow play this back, you would hear clearly in the name of the City Watch, I order you to stand down. Uh, City Watch, not police. Yes, this will go on the record as Phoenix's fault. Yes. yes. Yeah, I, Phoenix I think fault. we can all agree on that Good now, if, uh, if that's his position. Yeah, everything else was just me, like, getting caught up in the moment and just sort of shooting things out, and I, you know, I was starting. Are we killing him or not? No. Then what are we doing with him? Taking him along? No, we're just going to exit, and he'll work his way out of those ropes. Yeah, I'm not going to be stuck here forever. Exactly. And could you maybe just put in a good word that, you know, we, we got caught up in the moment. We didn't mean to kill those people per se. And just maybe let people know, you know, to maybe approach with caution. This is a matter for the courts. I feel like that is never an argument that goes anywhere, that you got caught up in the moment. I did. I just, I'm just being honest. I got caught up in the moment. So you manslaughtered a cop? It definitely was a manslaughter. Definitely was not first degree. Could you point us towards the penetrate? Pen penet race. Oh, sorry. Okay, don't tell him where we're going. Oh, and I get so free. I am. We are gonna get you so good. Hmm. Hmm. I wish you hadn't told me that because I think I know what's going to happen. Maldart just sort of slides him into the water so that he starts <laughs> floating away. Face up. Face up. Uh, it's a bit late now because he is bobbing uh, because his hands are tied and the water is so deep and he is now vomiting uncontrollably. He's not able to get air. So you see the retching stop fairly quickly. Fook wades in after him immediately when he goes into the liquid. Fook would not stand by for that. He's unconscious, um, drowning. 
Fook pulls him out mightily onto the shore and starts giving him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Oh, you're just getting poop in your mouth. I'm immune to diseases! Well, Fook makes a valiant attempt with uh, the chest compressions, but it was just too late. Oh, God, I got caught up in the moment. I got caught up in the moment. You murdered another person! (laughs) What is this with you? He was just, he was threatening me, and then I thought maybe he'd just get poopy. I didn't think he'd, I didn't think he'd drown. Well, at least he was wearing a very nice chapstick. Do you think he wanted to be cremated? No! (laughs) Okay. No! Well, this has been a rough day for me. Can we leave this guy behind? This uh, Moldar thing? I'm fine with that. Maldar spins around quickly and casts Disguise Self on himself, so he looks like Gary Normal Guy. Oh, where'd Maldar go? Maldar, we know it is you. Come on. Well, let's go. Didn't. I could totally have gotten away with this. <laughs> let's go. Come on. Keep that disguise on yeah. from anybody else. Yeah, Fook, I, I, you don't know who I am. Uh, actually, the smell. I now I can now see the smell. Yes. Ah, really see it because it's that potent. It's like, yeah. it's like a force. You really think the sewer would have disguised that? Nope. Nope. Hey, fellas. Come over to the right. I think I found a way out. Be quiet. So Maldar turns away from the group, finds another huddle of rats, and asks them to give him directions to the way out. The rats can smell their own. They now believe that you are one of them. So they take their rat king and lead him to an exit very close to the market district. Look how their tails are bound together in that circle. The rat king. Yes, that's what I was referring to. I was just saying it with prestige. You think that's something prestigious? Rat King? I mean, it's something you gotta strive towards, you know? Can't just do that accidentally. Does that happen with your tails? Oh, look at that. We're out of the sewer. It is a bustling day at the market, and suddenly everybody... Like, have you ever walked into a room and everybody's silently turned towards you? Now imagine that's happening at an outdoor market because they can smell you so distinctly. Oh, is it because we're covered in poop, everybody? We're poop farmers. Guys, I think we should probably go to Coney. I mean, we... No, they're buying it. They think we're poop farmers. I, I, this is unrelated. Did Would the... anyone like to buy some poop? I just People think... turn away from you and the market continues again, but you, no one's going to willingly get near you. Poop for sale. Poop for sale. Good one, Fook. It's a failing industry. I generally want to get off the street and stop attracting quite so much attention. So you near uh, Coney Wetbottom's Magical Emporium. And don't you want to find an apothecary? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. That's, uh, that's something that has been on my mind. And on your crotch. Yep. Every one of my cunning actions has been itching my crotch. Ooh. I just didn't say it for the sake of y'all. And I make that noise even having just swum in poop. You can stop in at all Rex's. Is, that sounds like a pharmacy. It's the apothecary. Yes, a, this farm, uh, pharmacist is a relatively recent term for an apothecary. Aldrex is, just so you know, that I'm not referring to a well-known chain of pharmacies in Canada. Uh, you can go inside, and it's not quite as good as Shopper's Herbal Remedy Mart, but uh, you find you can find what you need there. The Ulrex, Ulrex at the counter just sort of sizes you guys up. Dysentery? Uh, no, I know it smells like that, but uh, he's actually got some... Um... Phoenix slaps his hand on the table and says, I'm itchy. Poop flies everywhere from his hand. He's got some uh, crotch itch stuff. Could you help with that? And do you have a prestidigitate handy? I'm a little mucky. Wands of prestidigitation are available in aisle two. Ooh. Economy size in aisle four. I mean, we've got Uh. two healers in our party. You'd think that somebody could, but nope. 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 
I'll for it is Agatha goes. Uh, as for you, uh, well, uh, I, the itch is fairly common. You will have to go on a register. Yes, let's take a look at it, actually. Uh, could uh, I go into a private room? Yes. Sh- yes, we certainly. all can go into a private room. Mm, no. Agatha comes back with the ones. Uh, uh, just give us a moment. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to confirm that he does in fact have the itch, and I'll be with you in a second. He takes you back into a uh, into a room. It's uh, there's a curtain he pulls. It's a small one. There's like wood wall, wood wall, wood wall. There's a big mirror. No big deal. Oh, this is a tiny room. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> out! Don't get out of the room. Oh, my mistake. Maldar is waiting out in the main section, checking his blood pressure on an enchanted ring. <laughs> Agata is using the wand of press to digitate. You haven't paid for it yet. Up. It's still in the package. I'm opening the package. Okay, okay fine. It's fine. <laughs> how will I learn if I don't watch how it's done? You stay on the other side of that door, Fook. Okay, but I'm listening closely. Fook standing on the, just on the outside, happens to be standing near the two-way window. Ooh. <laughs> right, uh, drop your pants, please, sir, says the apothecary. Mm. So, do you live close to your parents? We don't tend to get into personal details here. He's been, he's slowly dropping his pants during this conversation. Don't worry, I'm a paladin. I've seen everything. Wait. Uh, just get it over with. Akata runs over. Wait, what are you looking at? No, th- no, Jesus Christ. Not much, really. Why did we come into this room? There's an interrogation room. Why is there an interrogation room in the back of a pharmacy? It's for teaching purposes. It's for what? Well, I am learning. Me too. But I can write you a prescription that will take care of the symptoms. Yes, uh, what exactly does cure the itch? Uh, well, the itch is one of mankind's greatest scourges. It really, really puts a damper on our loving. Um, so if you if you were to lay hands and uh, do that strongly enough, lay hands directly on the area, then that would probably do it permanently. Oh, I could have done it the whole time. Wait there, a second. There needs to be a cupping motion. Oh, yes, I just have to put my hands in the area. Wait, wait a second. Hey, Fook, can you go cup Phoenix? Oh, yes, just let me get this doors jammed. Wait a second. Please just wait a second. Oh, just take it like a man, Phoenix. Fook is shouldering against the door, bashing it. Although I don't necessarily want to miss out on this 50 gold uh, fee. I'm cheaper. Step aside. Fook, how didn't you know this? Well, I've never had to do it. I'm immune to diseases. Now just uh, think warm thoughts. Uh. As I assure you, I will as well. Oh, dear. I don't know how long this will take, so just stand very still. Ugh, your hands are so cold. Oh, I know. And hey, poopy. Hey, no. guys, I got the high score on the machine. Um, <laughs> what? Just go back to the machine. I just... Has it always felt like this? Yes, it's always... Well, no, it, it changes. It obviously... It, it doesn't feel... It, change, it changes. So lopsided. You you're, and me both, Mom. You're really up. holding you on a long both. time. I mean, yeah, this I'm is just... an instant touch spell. Oh, right, I forgot <laughs> to cast the spell. Okay, no, <laughs> stop it. Stop looking at... Everyone's seen my junk now. Everyone's seen... I'm just trying to remember the name of my god. Just give it a sec. Give it a sec. We're all friends here. My, ha- my halfling junk. No, I'm just having a little performance anxiety. Oh, <laughs> judging by the looks of it, he isn't. And then we're done. <laughs> Did I make that weird? How do you feel, Finnick? <sighs> Less itchy, but more dirty. <laughs> Here, here's a wand. That'll be five gold, please, for no, the wand. No, you didn't do anything. You didn't... Oh, for the wand, okay. For the wand, yes. But didn't I do something? But didn't I guide you together? Prophylactics are available in aisle six. <laughs> I don't think I need them. I'm immune to diseases. Agata walks over, grabs a package of prophylactics, throws it at Finnick. Here, it's on me. I'll have two silver. So you are a couple! What do prophylactics mean? Condoms. It's a fancy word for condom. Yes, they're made out of sheep intestine. Yeah. You could wash them out in milk. 
It's true. I've done that once. I'm surprised even by once. So come back if you need to scratch that itch, junk man. Can we get out of here? Yes. Yes. Fine. Could somebody just clean me up then? You, you've been cleaned. Assume, yeah, assume that you're all clean. clean. Fantastic. I guess we don't have to go back to the penetrate. Oh, that's sad, but I guess you've got the point. Yes, particularly you're not going to get to use those condoms. Oh, I gave them some finick, but uh, I guess I could take a couple. Nope. I, I mean, I guess we could always go to the pennant race later, because the only person who heard us mention pennant race happened to drown for some reason. Yeah, but we don't have to go back right away. I don't have to. I'm just saying we can now. We, it was like a rush deal before. Yeah, but we don't have to. But we could. Yeah, we don't have to. But we want... You find yourselves at the entrance of Coney Wetbottom's Magical Emporium and his indeterminate number of windows. We may want to be ready for whatever happens if he throws his robot at us, for example. Why would he throw a robot at us? You know what I mean. We have the pieces of the robot. I don't think it's ready yet. It's nowhere close to finished. Well, he might attack us. I'm just saying, be ready. Is that such a crazy request? Sure. Okay. How many windows are there again? Oh, dear. All right, everyone, get into your ready pose. Baldar poses in a manner that seems ready. Well, that just looks ridiculous. You walk in to the magical emporium, the smells of lavender, the sights of vials of potions that seem to dance as though lava itself were moving inside it, and a tiny gnome dressed in a red cloak with white gloves and a blue-pointed hat holding a star-pointed wand walks out. Welcome! Mr. Coney won't be seeing you at the moment. He sent me to take what's his. This has been Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons-powered storytelling with Toronto Comedians. Starring Oliver Giorgio as Finnick the Rogue, Joanna Houghton as Agatha the Cleric, Maddox Campbell as Maldar the Warlock, Scott Thrower as Fook the Paladin, and Kyle Scott as the Dungeon Master. Audio recording by Andrea Miller, theme by Derek Baldwin, edited by Maddox Campbell, created by Kyle Scott and Maddox Campbell. Opening and credits read by Ralph McLeod. Caverns and Comedians is a Kicks and Giggles production. More information can be found at kicksandgigglesentertainment.com slash cavernsandcomedians or on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and review it. Your support will help us make more episodes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>